and gentlemen, welcome back to, actually no, welcome to the new and improved Chuckle Plus, the number one place on the internet where you come for the chuckles and you stay for the plus. My name is Samuel Locke. I'm Shannon Brunetti. I'm Zach Clapperidge. And I'm Katie Clapperidge. Hey! Yeah, I married the shit out of her. <laughs> if you were wondering. I was actually, I wasn't sure. Ah, uh, yeah, well, that's because you didn't show up to our wedding, so, you know, it makes sense. Ooh. You might as well have been on an island, it was far away. It, it was. It was. That this, was on purpose. This episode is brought to you by Nugget Porn. That's right, Nugget Porn. No oh arms, no legs, no problem. <laughs> Just click it. It doesn't turn it off. Don't click it. You cook it to turn it off. That's not true. It goes for a specific amount of time. I'm sorry. I told you we're playing on expert mode. I'm so sorry. And, uh... <laughs> of all the toys, Milton, of all the things you could bring me to tug on, you pulled that? Hey, that was our laugh track. Milton. Is that our laugh track? Yeah. So, you might have noticed a few changes in everything, and that's because uh, we finally have a place of our own. You're going to see a lot of new changes, a lot of new segments, and instead of me just talking my big face off hosting, we will be rotating, and you will have a new host Every week. Yeah, buddy. You're going to love yeah. it. Rotate your mic towards your face. Better. Okay. We're going to start this bad boy off with our flagship. <laughs> so World Dome. There we go. Oh, my goodness. Hello there. Welcome to the World Dome. Today we're going to be talking about things in the world that was rather silly and you're going to maybe like it. We'll talk about it. So, um, I guess I'll start this one off. So, in the World Dome... As you might recall, we have uh, Russians doing Russian things, peak Russia stuff, uh, by looking at Ukraine going, hmm, this country, I'll take it. Uh, so they were supposed to apparently invade the Wednesday of, and uh, I guess they decided not to, and then when questioned about it, they said, wars rarely start on Wednesday. That was their response. And honestly, that is, like, while scary, that is one of the most objectively funny fucking things I've ever heard somebody say about a war. <laughs> I, I have no problem with that. I I mean, Wednesdays, like Mondays are the worst, but, you know, who gives a shit about Wednesdays? What is it, trivia night? I mean, Anywhere? Like, nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit about Wednesday. Well, we made up that we, we coined the term hump day to give it a little, like, you know, oof, <laughs> but, like, nobody gives a shit. And also, nobody fucks on Wednesdays. So yeah, literally, literally and no countries way. don't fuck around on Wednesdays. Apparently. I'm just wondering, like, if they're saying like wars don't start on Wednesdays, when the fuck do they start? Like, when you like, when's the best day to start Sunday a war? Sunday afternoon. Mondays. I'd say a Friday night. Everyone's out clubbing. They'll, the uh, you know, like sneak attack in there. You know. Either that, or he just like kind of stumbled. <laughs> like he was, they were supposed to do uh, the assault, and they decided like something happened, and they couldn't. People were like, oh, how, why did we not do it? And he's like, oh, it's Wednesday. That's why. Go fuck yourself. It's Wednesday. I don't know. Go. I will kill you. <laughs> now I looked up answer on internet, which is most dangerous day of week. It is not Monday. It is Wednesday. Get the fuck out, really? What? It literally says, the dubious honor falls on Wednesday because everyone starts bad things on Wednesday. Everything. So, apparently not well, ours. So actually, Everything uh, I believe true is Well, here's the thing. Fun thing about like the Russian culture is that they're very superstitious people. Like, extra superstitious. Really? Yeah. I mean, where do you get this information? What do you, what do you know about the Russian people? Oh, I, <laughs> I know a little bit about Russian people, but like the thing is they are extremely superstitious people. So if, they, like, if Wednesday's like, a bad day, they straight up will not have a war if it's a bad day. That's fair. Do you want to know what the safest day of the week is? What day? Tuesday. 
Oh. I actually kind of believe that. Yeah. Like, nothing bad happens Apparently on Tuesday. Apparently, the hospitals are most stocked on well, it's, Tuesdays. It's TR's day. And it is Tears Day. It is the day of Tear, God of Justice. Now, objectively, if I if you think that we're that they're gonna go to war, the answer is no, they're not going to war. If this is all just well, they're not that's we'll, we'll stop on the funny joke Wednesday. Yes. No, we don't need to talk about actual No, we're not, we're not going to do it. I'm just saying it's not gonna happen. Anyway, that's my do world though. Who's next in the world? I mean it's good on down. What you got? Yeah. Uh so I mean it's a little bit late for Valentine's Day, it's like <laughs> a little bit after, but I found an article about the Bronx Zoo. Uh, so for 15 whole dollars, you can go to the Bronx Zoo, and on Valentine's Day, I think this happens every year, but uh, you uh, they let you name a cockroach, a Madagascar hissing cockroach after your loved one. Or in my case, if I would have done it, all of my exes. You get a cockroach. You get a cockroach. I think there was an extra fee where they got to feed it to, you know, one of the animals. Um, but I thought that was fucking hilarious because a hundred percent that would have been fifteen dollars well spent. Do you get to watch? Because I feel like that's I feel like if you don't get to watch, then it's just like you sort of send in a name and like some some somebody at the zoo is just like, oh, dope, another Todd. Take and then they reach in the box and go. But if if like I want I want a celebration. I want I want them to like write a T on the top of the cockroach before they feed it to like a monster. See, not only do I want to ch- not only would I want to choose the cockroach, I would want to choose the animal it's fed to because I want to get like the most brutal fashioned like noshing like I want to, I want to make sure that motherfucker's eaten brutally. You know this isn't like real, right? This is totally real. No, like you know it's not your actual ex, right? <laughs> no, but it, it's about oh, catharsis. Yeah. It's about catharsis. Oh, I want to yeah. pick the animal that will eat it in the most brutal like I don't want to but and it's gone. I want. I want to. I want to see the chewing. I want to see it just. And then I want it. <laughs> I don't actually. I don't actually hate it in my exes that much. I don't really hate it. But also. No comment. Like objectively, <laughs> if I were yeah, to. You already heard my comment. That's the way I do it. <laughs> Sorry. That's uh, but I, I mean, it's pretty rad. I'm down. I still think it's there. That's a great way to steal money from people. Oh, like, that's like a. Like, if, if I also heard that, like, next year they were like, it turns out, like, a little hacker from Utah actually created that website, and it was a complete lie, I'd be like, God, that kid's a fucking genius. Genius. Uh, there, genius. There was a quote on this NPR article that I found about this. Um, it was, uh, roses and chocolates come and go, but roaches last in eternity from a satisfied roach purchaser. I thought that was fucking cool. You said roaches last in eternity? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's great. That's yeah. my shit. You know, one, me and one of my best friends from this town, uh, we are getting matching cockroach tattoos. No, you're not. Right on our knee. <laughs> yes, we are. No, you're not. Um, well, I also got my little Muad'Dib tattoo because it's the same idea. But I love the idea. I am unkillable. I have been hurt, but I am unkillable. Do you do your worst. That will be on your tombstone. Yeah, I mean, you can't. I don't know he was unkillable. I mean, always survive. It's, <laughs> it's either that or Bruce Willis. Both are unkillable, as we all know. Close enough. On my tombstone, like, here lies Shani. Her life wasn't as bad as it could have been. <laughs> Fair enough. Wait, we talked about it. What's my tombstone? Here lies Zach. He, he fixed shit. Things. He fixed shit. Yeah. <laughs> fixes, fixes everything but death. Oh, <laughs> no. I'll figure out a way. It's fine. I mean, if, if you don't, Elon Musk eventually probably will. That's fair. Hi, Milton. Anyway, what do you got in the world? Um, so me, this is less of a funny one. This is just super fucking cool. Uh, leave it to uh, me to talk about space stuff. Um, but the James Webb Telescope. 
Let's not play around. This thing is nuts. It's awesome. It is a hundred times more powerful than the Hubble Space Telescope. We are talking something that can view infrared rays from 13.3 billion years in the past. We are going to see the edge of the universe. We're going to see planets that have other species on it. We're going to see aliens. We're going to see everything. Like It is, it is so absolutely insane. And they're right now calibrating it. Why? That, what? <laughs> I mean, Romulans do have invisible ships. Oh my god, but it is We only see so many incredible. colors and so much things reflected off the light. There could be so many things we don't see. I yeah. mean, there's, I mean, we're talking fourth dimension stuff, dark, dark matter stuff, fucking photon a, stuff. Like, a there's... ghost twerking on this table right now. We would have no idea. Did oh. you learn that on TikTok, Shannon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we all know to our Doom Patrol, the ghosts are all constantly fucking around us. Yeah. I like, hate, I love that show. It's <laughs> a wrong segment. Wrong segment. Um, yep. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it. There's not really even that much to talk about, except we're going to find aliens, and that's pretty fucking cool. Actually, uh, there was just news today about the idea that there might be life on Venus in the clouds um, at the moment. Basically, they were like, oh, there's ammonia. Because they, uh, back then, or a couple months ago, they were saying there's like th- like molecules that are showing that there could be signs of life. Uh, but they said there was like an error, but then there was like a thing with like ammonia, and they're like, you know what? We might actually be wrong. There might be something in the clouds that is living in that. Well, Venus so is such a crazy planet. As I'm, we're gonna get a little astrological real quick. But um, Venus is super cool because it's actually hotter than Mercury in most places, and that's because it has like a hyper carbon dioxide atmosphere. Like the greenhouse effect has taken over that whole planet. But we know nothing about the surface of Venus, which is crazy. We know more about the insides of Saturn and Jupiter, which are gas giants. They don't even have a physical form. We know more about them than we know about Venus. And Venus is just like right next door. That's where all the girls come from. That's where it's you know? a mystery. Uh, no, that's where the boys go to get a bigger penis. Oh. Girls go to Mars to get more candy bars, Zach. God. I'm sorry. I, I missed that verse. <laughs> <laughs> well, you obviously didn't jump rope. Oh. I just, actually, I'm very good at it. I never did like the songs or anything. I know, I know far too many. Anyway, Katie, yeah. I have a happy note. It's not like scientific or anything because we know that's not my forte. Don't uh, but there's a recent poll out that says that more U.S. adults identify as LGBTQ now than at any time in the past decade. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. I mean, of course, they com- they're coming out of the walls. Well, yeah, they haven't. Not you know, there hasn't been a lot of polls done about this specific thing. But I think it's awesome that we're finally going. Hey. There's more of us than there well, are of like the normies. So I remember, uh, I remember actually a statistic that came out with that was that was actually you know people reporting, and they came out with the number of fifteen percent belong to the LGBT. So and that was you know a ten or more like years ten, ago. Decade, yeah. So that you know that number could be twenty, twenty-five percent, even more. And let's be honest, you're you're all everyone's gay. Everyone's gay. I'm just gonna yeah. everybody. What's the scale called? I think you uh, told the Kinsey. The Kinsey scale. Everyone's at least a little bit gay. Uh, so, and, and I fucking love that, and like I love that we're living in a the time where like it's everyone's people are coming out, people are excited. Like now it is, it's now like a celebration where any like not exactly, most times in America it was not a celebration, like it was something to be afraid of. And now when you come out, like all your friends are there with you, and most of the time your family's there with you. Like people don't care. It's just a better time and a better place right now. Except for the South. We need to fix that. So. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. One state at a time, you know? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, one, one, one redneck. Yeah. One redneck at a time. All about it. Everybody. We're talking to you, Cletus. <laughs> Especially you, Cletus. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and move on. Um, this next area is brought to you 
by toddlers and self-literacy. Financial literacy. Is your toddler a lazy piece of shit? Yes. Is he just sitting around the house not paying rent, eating your food like a scumbag that he is, Absolutely. or she is, or no. they is? Well, go ahead and sign up for our classes today. An eight-week course will teach them crypto, NFTs, and all the other annoying things that you see on the television incessantly, all day, every day. So, in other words, you can either have them insufferable and broke, or insufferable and rich. You decide! Can you teach them how to do taxes? Wait a minute. Are you saying you're going to teach your toddlers how to do crypto? Yes. I have so many issues. (laughs) It's just like the practicality, of course. Uh, And also, like, your toddlers are already douchebags. You want them to be more of a douchebag? I want to give them a reason to be a douchebag. Listen, when you you say the word NFT, I want to punch you in your mouth. Can you imagine if a toddler said it to me? What if I said, like, if you said, or if a toddler said Earth 2 to me, I would throw him (laughs) to Canada. What if he said TFN? I don't even know what that fucking means. That's like reverse NFTs. Well, if you add What does that even mean? I don't know, but it will be a thing. Someone will create a TFN and and it will be a new thing, and then they'll be annoying as fuck. I disagree with your existence. Yeah. Literacy for toddlers. Get it today. (laughs) We're going to jump into uh, Get Wrecked. 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 Uh, and we're doing this as a video game edition. Yeah. Um, Zach, you want to jump on? Uh, for sure. Okay, so there's one, uh, I have two options real quick. Um, have I told you, I know it's like, it's everybody, it might be a bigger game. Have I talked about Destiny and how much I love this game? I think you and I have talked about it. I don't think we've talked about it here. So, okay, this is, normally I would say something obscure, like Legend of Dragoon or Lost you Odyssey or something plot. weird, for sure. <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in and talk about this game real quick. Destiny fucking 2 has turned into one of the coolest games that has ever existed. It is so rad. And one of the coolest things about it that I really love is it has, um, like, a lot of games that are, like, live don't really have a team that gives a shit. They do whatever the fuck they want, and they don't care about how people play the game, they don't care about what, like, is good, what's bad, what bugs are good, what... And they, you know, they just make sure it runs. Destiny 2 is ran by an incredible group of people, especially since Bioware left Activision, and Bioware, not Bioware, uh, Bungie, and Bungie made their own thing. They're completely alone now, and, well, they got bought by Sony? Uh, no, I think it's Xbox. They no, got bought by Sony. They, um, they got bought by Sony. Uh, but, point being, they do their own thing, and they take care of their players. They listen to the forums. They know what guns are dope. They know what villages are dope. And when they, every single week, they do, a, like, a a, 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 sort of a press release, and they talk about all the cool fixes they do, where they're like, hey, you all really liked this auto rifle. We're going to make it better. We're going to add these things to the game. Also, hey, this week we're dropping three new missions out of nowhere. We're going to do some crazy shit. We're going to add extra lore. We're going to add all these things. It is such a good game. And in like a week, a new expansion comes out. It's one of the biggest expansions the game's ever had. Of course it so is. Like, <laughs> um, it's still, and I understand that it's rough because like Destiny 2 at this point costs like $200 to like have it all, which is crazy. Um, and that is rough. But it's the best game. You're gonna buy it. You're gonna buy it. I've already bought all of it. He's pre-ordered. Yeah. (laughs) But like, I think it's legitimately the best game on the market right now. It's incredible. It is so good. So I want to add on to this a little bit. So I'm actually, I actually played because of this asshole over here. I was, I was talking a little bit about he thought you should play it. I said fine. The one thing I love about that game is the the flow of the game is always seamless. It never seems like there's a start or an end. It just 
explodes. You just live in that you world. Live in it. You live in it. It's an, As a space wizard. It's an MMO with guns, but like a real MMO with guns. It's really yeah. good. And with the finesse of all the Halo games, because it's all Bungie, like the, the actual, like, the, the actual gameplay is flawless, and then they add in all the MMO stuff, and they add in all the character development, and all the all. Oh, it's so fucking cool. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll get real hipster in my next one. But this one, <laughs> D two, fire, fuck all the hipsters. The game's great. Shanny Banana, what's up in the world? Have I talked about uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey before? No. Um, but also, tell me about finding stuff. The game. Finding stuff the game. That is, oh my god, that is, that is finding, finding stuff the game. That's so funny. Because that is, <laughs> that's one of my favorite things about Assassin's Creed game, is finding like oh, yeah. feathers, rocks, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. secret places. So, okay, so um, a little known fact about me is I am a fucking open world addict. Like literally I will, like I still have not finished fucking Skyrim because literally I can't. I fucking can't. I got the mod where I don't have to dump anything in my inventory and I hoard, <laughs> I hoard it all. I am a hoarder. I'm a fucking hoarder. Anyway, so I, I was a huge, and still am, a huge fucking Greek mythology nerd. And the fact that I could fight fucking Medusa, the Nemean Lion, and all these, like, legendary bees, just to, like, fuck around, like, get on a ship and fucking go everywhere in, like, the Greek archipelago, I was just like, oh, my God! Um, there are two, uh, you can choose either, like, a male protagonist and, or the woman protagonist, uh, if you want an amazing game, choose Cassandra, the female protagonist. I chose Alexios because I'm a fucking asshole. I decided to go with the male protagonist because his voice actor's fucking hilarious. You're like, oh no, Alexios, why are you John killing peasants? Why are you killing peasants? Like, I am Alexios. I am the meek, Lemistios. I am here to kill the peasants. It's just. His that voice acting is fucking hilarious. Most shannoning I've ever heard. And then it's because, like, you know, I'm kind of not the, like, when you, with the open world games, if you kill peasants, bounty hunters come, and then depending on how many people you kill, like world leaders and stuff, you would just murk them in front of a bunch of people. It's kind of like GTA where you have what your bounty you hunter sure? like meter. Like, you know, when the cops come for you, it's just bounty hunters. And the higher level ones, you just, they have really great weapons. You just, just kill people to just level up super fast and get their shit and I still haven't finished the game obviously <laughs> you know the the hoarding aspect but yeah it's so freaking fun there's like nautical fighting there's obviously hand-to-hand -hand combat there's like gladiator like coliseum like it's super fun uh does this one so I haven't played Assassin's Creed since the two. since the English one mm -hmm. Does this still dig into like the lore yes. of like the that there's like the yes. old creatures that like made the apple and all these yeah, things? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like it's like the there's a hundred percent like a really cool main quest, and then you get like more uh, into the whole like you know lore and everything about like what was created and whatnot. You actually get to meet like the gods and stuff, which were actually just right. like alien and beings. Uh, I'm gonna go punch my dog in the neck real quick. Uh, right. <laughs> just, just go. You can take your dog. Uh, <laughs> if you're this looking is, to get so a dog, we, we have one about. for adoption available in our backyard. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a backyard, I would take him. You know what's really, you know really great? Fans of the show, like, before we went on hiatus, are watching this and, like, now have the context of fucking Milton. <laughs> yeah, well, I realize we have talked about him a lot, but, like, no one the knows. But, like, yeah. maybe now you will. Yes, Milton. now you get to know firsthand, baby. Baby, routine. <laughs> so, uh, my 
my reco is uh, so I've been playing only one game the last couple months because it fucks so hard, and that's Final Fantasy XIV. Fourteen. They're on fourteen. They're on. Sixteen's about to come out. Yeah. What? So Final Fantasy XIV is their MMO, and it it actually has the No Man's Sky uh, arc. Basically, it started off in 2010. It was garbage, and instead of abandoning the game, they rebuilt it from the ground up, uh, made it good. Uh, and then Endwalker came out, which is the newest DLC, and it was amazing. And everyone keeps ta- and then on top it, of that, it literally broke the internet. It, it really when it came out, it, like no, it one hundred really the servers broke. They sold so many copies that Square Enix had to shut down I got, sales. I got super lucky. I got in just before that happened. I bought. I went for the free trial, which you get like the, you get the full original game, and then you get another DLC, which is like their best DLC for free. So I was like, fuck it, I'll play it. I don't do MMOs anymore. I do MMOs now. <laughs> and, uh, like, the cutscenes are amazing. The, the, the voice acting's great. Crafting doesn't suck. It is actually fun to craft shit. Um, it's exciting. It is so exciting. It's so good. Um, I'm going to buy all the things for it. And, uh, oh, and the jobs. Like, you could be an astrologer. You could be a bard. An astrologist? Well, astrologist. Astrologer? Astrologer? Whatever. I'm down. I'll be an astrologer. Here's the kicker. You you throw astrology signs at me. And here's how you know they're really listening to their fans. You can set up an open mod where you can actually um, bring in popular songs for the bard, and you're playing like Thunderstruck in the middle of a square with your fucking bard. It is so good. Um, and, and, and the world has so much to, like, stupid, like, I get uh, executive dysfunction with how much shit there is to do. Um, and everything's beautiful, like, the visuals are just stunning, stupid stunning. Um, ten, 20 million out of 10, go play if you can get in. Too many out of 10. Like, percentage-wise, it's, it's too much. You know, I, I, I can't <laughs> recommend, I can't recommend it enough. Um, if you love a good story and you want to be, like, you want to rage at the also, end. if you have time to kill. I have a lot. You do need time. a lot of time to kill yeah, nowadays. He has a lot of time to kill. I do now. Yeah. Um, I do now. But yeah, <laughs> uh, go play that game. It's the last game you ever play. <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, you about to go in? I'm about to go in. Now you're yes! So, Zach and I do date nights a lot. I hope so. We're married. It's a necessity in order to have Not a healthy a relationship. Enough. You want to die? <laughs> we, we do date night enough. Okay. Anywho, Zach and I have found a co-op game that we've been playing that is almost like a free therapy session. It's called It Takes Two. It is such a cool game. And I don't like first person, third person, second person. All the shooters. I don't like shooting It's not a shooter game. It's not a shooter game. At all, in any way. It has there the, are times um, when you shoot things. That doesn't make it a shooter. Let's just say I, I mean, Die Hard. Die Hard's a Christmas film. I mean, no, it's not. <laughs> Save it for the hill. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is a really cool game. Basically, the the concept is uh, a girl. Her parents come to her and tell her we're getting a divorce. So she goes into her room and gets real sad with these two dolls she made. One that looks like her mom and one that looks like her dad. And the whole uh, when she cries, it cries onto the dolls, and magically her parents get sucked into the life of these dolls, and they have to work together to get back into their bodies. And it's well, they have to concept, fix their relationship. But they they fix their relationship. Yeah. And there's this book in the book of love uh, that comes and tries really to good. help them. It was really good. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, but it's really good. And if you have a friend to play with, uh, I definitely recommend it. It is. One, the most beautiful thing I have ever seen. There are the history of the squirrels, which is uh, awesome. Uh, and the the art is just 
beautiful. I would I would play it again just to look how pretty it is. Without any hyperbole, it is one of the most creative things I've ever played in my life, um, and especially because it is. Uh, because it's it's co-op only. You have to have someone else to play, and you have to work together. So it has all of the, like the crazy like platformer puzzling things um, from some of the best platformers out there in the game. But it requires you to have somebody else, <coughs> and it kind of forces you to deal. Oh my God! I just turned their wet t-shirt on. <laughs> That's but yeah, it, Are we oh my god. <laughs> Mind boggling. If you even if you hey, don't Shannon, play it, you just watch it. Your... <laughs> oh my god, it's coming back. Uh, well she's about to leave, so we'll figure it out. Um, but no, the, the game's absolutely incredible. She is right. It is it's one of the coolest things. I play a lot of video games and this one is one of the coolest things I've ever played in my whole life. Milton gets scared of me when I squirt him with a squirt bottle and runs to his dad. <laughs> yes. Now we're special guest, Milton, everybody. Yes. Nice. So, that was our Get Rex segment. And yeah. uh, a special word for our sponsors. <laughs> oh, this is actually really uh, relevant. <laughs> uh, uh, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> do you love your dog more than life itself? No. But do you also want to punch your dog in its stupid fucking face <laughs> all the time? Well, let me introduce to you Sockum Puppers. Uh, you ever had a big ones where you get a football player printout you tape it to your wall? Well, we took that idea and instead we made a Sockum Bopper out of your fucking dog. 3D print it using AR technology with your phone, send it in, and we'll make a blow-up version of your animal that you can kick you can punch, you can stab that bitch in the fucking head, while at the same time feeding the dog that you would die for a bone. Sock em puppers. No dogs were hurt in the making <laughs> oh. of this commercial. No, of course not! You make a 3D version of them and you kick them to the moon! And it comes with a free, free the NFT! <laughs> Are you gonna make him, like, watch? Yes. No! Also, it would be hilarious, introduce your dog to your dog's sock em puppet so. and watch what happens. What are you talking about? This is so... It's, oh, this is a great one. This is honestly... I'm going to start this company. It's going to blow up. It's going to be great. PETA. PETA uh, what? We're punching a PETA Child protective services. Puppy protective services. Anyone that owns any... Like, <laughs> if you own like a husky or a pit bull or any type of super energetic dog, you have thought about kicking it to the moon. Let's, let's not joke. Just like, like your crypto. <laughs> you should see Katie when she's doing an audition. And the dogs are in the living room. Ooh, I look like a bad guy right now. First Just of all, wait. that is money. Do not mess with life. <laughs> Don't go to Moon if he be stupid, but I'm not going to punch him in the face. Anyway, uh, for everyone, all the, uh, literally everyone that wants this product, call me up. Uh, Sam and Katie, you can go talk to Peter. It's a good time. <laughs> so, we're going to jump into the next segment. Uh, I finally have a name for this damn thing. We're calling this Conspiracy Inquisition. And that's decent. I like it. It's working. It's a working title. Much better than the other one. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, this is where we're talking about conspiracy theories. We're gonna give you three or four things that we may or may not believe in, and we're gonna either tear apart or maybe believe in it. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and actually, I'm gonna have Zach start this one because I know this is like his thing. Do your jam. Do your damn thing, homie. I'll keep it simple. Um, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is just truth. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because of course it is. All conspiracies oh are true. God. So the Egyptians had electricity. Um, there is so much silly evidence that the Egyptians had harnessed electromagnetic energy to create electricity. Now, in their hieroglyphics, in their pictures carved into walls, there are pictures of light bulbs, of generators, of batteries that show clearly like a person holding like a big thing attached with a cord to another thing that had like light. Like, and like, why the fuck would they do that? They weren't holding a fucking glowing egg. It was a light. Makes sense. Now. On top of that, we have done a bunch of study onto, say, the pyramids. And uh, the pyramids, of the when I say the pyramids, I mean like the pyramids of Giza, uh, the, the big three everyone knows about, uh, and a lot of people think that they were tombs. However, that's insane because there's nothing in them. They're not tombs. Uh, we've clearly established that. Um, archaeologists don't even really argue it anymore. Um, it doesn't, they don't really know what they were for. But they've done a shit ton of study, and what they've realized is there's so much empty space inside the tombs that when like any kind of sound or reverberation goes through it the tombs create their own like like vibration that creates its own like electromagnetic pull and you can like create energy based on the vibration and the frequencies of the tomb and it makes energy like they've shown energy you can see these tombs just like like creating like just electricity so what you're telling me is they like I just imagine like some Egyptian getting hired. I just need you to scream in circles here and show me power. I'm I'm in no. I'm not a physicist. I don't know all the details of how it works, but and uh but I I will say that it is it's absolutely obscene how much evidence goes into the fact that the Egyptians, especially the ancient Egyptians, had like real incredible technology. And we just throw it away because we assume that if it's past like 3,000 years ago, they didn't fucking know anything. But like, I mean, dude, they knew how to do brain surgery. They built the fucking pyramids. They knew pi. We lost it and then we found it again. Like, they they knew so much shit. Mm -hmm. Um, So, again, not a conspiracy theory, just some truth for you all. I'm going to add on to your conspiracy theory. It actually goes back farther. Um, Oh, you want to talk about Gobliatechi? No, I I want to talk about the Babylon battery. So, the Babylon battery is, they don't know how it was quite created, but it was essentially limestone and, uh, like, some kind of salt solution. They they, they drill a hole and they put this salt solution there, and it would generate energy, kind of like a potato, basically, and Mm -hmm. they would attach it to things. I don't know how it works, but, yeah, that is also truth. It's the same idea. Once again, ancient knowledge has been torn away. From the world. Why are you looking at me like that? Um, Jamie, do you want to go get a coffee or something? We're just not in this anymore. You're just next. You just say your turn. Yeah. But and because y'all are actually rational people, and we are psychotic idiots. So now it's time for the rational people to talk about idiots like us. Go. Hold on. I don't think it was actually electricity. I think it was magic. Shut the. I agree with that. It was aliens. Aliens. Yeah. Again, she's like, oh, you're not rational, but she cast a spell today to fix a rash. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I did. Anyway, sorry, I'll, uh, I'll I guess, sit back. I guess I'm going to jump into this one. Uh, so I, uh, as a as a military guy, I, I fully believe this. I don't, 
Uh, you know, this is actually a well-known conspiracy theory, but I'm going to tell you why I believe this, and that is 9-11 was an inside job. In oh, my God. What? Don't fucking do this change on I us. Disagree. I'll tell you well, why. Well, it's not that we disagree, but this is so heavy and so intense. Are you really going to get into the intricacies of okay. why George Bush was a liar? Fine. Get we'll, the fuck okay. out of here, dude. We'll do a fun one. Shut it okay. down. Shut it down. Okay, we'll do a You already did fucking Putin and the war well, currently going we'll on. We'll do a fun one, then. Okay, here's the thing. Global warming... Is that is actually? This one is actually a fun one. So I think that boomers like purport global warming because they're just cold all the time. So they're trying to raise the temperature of the earth. So they don't just have to live in Florida or California. Did you just make up a conspiracy? No, this is like a legit conspiracy. This is his own conspiracy. There's only no, there's only boomers in Congress for the most part, and they're not doing anything because they're like, well, we just want to raise the temperature in Utah or something so they can live elsewhere. It makes sense. Are you saying that like coal industries only exist because old people are cold? Yes. Shut up. <laughs> That's what they want. That's the agenda, baby. I hate you. I have. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a Sammy, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna create a version of you, and I'm gonna stab in the heart. So that way, I don't have to kill you, but I can feel the same satisfaction. Oh. Oh my God. No comment. It. That's. I'm fine. Yeah. Oh, and we'll, and we'll do another fun one. Yeah. What? The Mandela effect. Are you doing another one? Is it your third one that you're doing? Well, no, the second one. He is hosting. He can do whatever the. But I thought we're. What? what Your time will come. We made this. No, they're going. I mean, if if, do you guys have ones? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Psych. I'm good. (laughs) I could care less. That's that's what. You were you were just gonna keep going until we stop talking about this. To be fair, mine is the Mandela effects and how they're real because there's multiverses and somewhere someone's. Unplugging and plugging back in. Oh, there we go. Here I here I am mansplaining. She's got it. We're good. Yeah, see, we're good. No, there's someone. Someone's flipping a switch, unplugging, and no, someone's fucking with us. That she was Loki. Explain. No, that's it. There's Mandela. Oh, that's all. So you're not time, gonna say any of them. Every time we notice something is different, there has been something that's been switched on or well, off. Well, okay. what's your favorite one? Ooh, is it Risky Business? Is that what we're talking about? Well, the pink shirt and white shirt. So, what's that one? So that one is uh, it's Risky Business. There's a part where is it Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise slides onto the screen in a specific color yeah, T-shirt. Yeah. What is it? What does he show up in? Yeah. What it's, he, so what do you think? It's a white. Does he have sunglasses on? Yes. One hundred percent. You know what? No, he doesn't. So he has a pink shirt, and no sunglasses. No sunglasses. Bullshit. I, Google it. I knew it was pink. Uh, yeah, uh, but that's because what? you're one of them. Everyone you're part of, of the Matrix. Okay. Like, Shut up, Kyle Smith. <laughs> Risky. Dressed up as him with the sunglasses for Halloween. 100%. So this is what's crazy. There are pictures that are still in our universe oh. of people dressing up in Ray-Bans and a white shirt. Yeah. In the movie, when you look it up, he's wearing a pink shirt. And, and no sunglasses. sunglasses. Also, the Berenstain or Berenstain bears. Not Berenstain. I was a yeah. child, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna let that one go because no, I don't man. know. I feel like I might have been stupid. But uh, what about man. Pikachu's they had a whole tail? TV show too. They got fucked oh, too. Yeah. The little brown spots. On there's the so face. many. There's so many different ones. And I mean, of course, the classic, the goddamn like Shazam. Did you look it up? Is your brain destroyed? Oh no no no! I don't like this. I don't like this at all. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. There's so many that are like really, really insane. 
And it also, it, it, one of the craziest things is it seems like it just started relatively recently. Like you the know last, when it like started? Two years? Was it like the late 80s? Around the time the internet started? Oh, Around oh. the time that maybe we broke into a different dimension by accessing fucking things we shouldn't have? 2012, CERN. Oh. It was the CERN Collider. That's when it started. That's so late. There was so... There, it was, no, shut the I fuck did, up. No, it started the, with the Mandela the, thing, the, and that started the Man, in like the early 2000s. No, the Mandela effect didn't start... Uh, it, like it, it's, it seems relatively recent when we started talking about the Mandela effect. I don't remember anyone talking about it before 2020. Okay, so one, you're incorrect. Oh, um, well, you know what it was then? It was Coney. Oh. You know what it is? The, man, the Mandela effect even now affects how we know. Like, I think it happened after he thinks before which one is correct. I mean, just Google. You can literally Google Mandela effect when it started. Yes. But yeah, in the early, early 2000s, people started saying, like, yeah, man, uh, like Nelson Mandela died in the early 80s. Which is he died in jail, which that's what a lot of people thought. He didn't. He yeah. lived until, like, the late 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that's when and people started asking that question. And then it got, and then the Shazam thing happened. Like, and I, fucking, like, what I, like I remember the history is, like, he died in the, like, prison thing, at, like, tw after 27 years. That's what I remember. And then, you know. Yeah, incorrect. Yeah. None of that shit happened. You, nope. you know what it is? I bet some, like, documentary person, like, fucked that fact up hard, and he just didn't correct anything, and then everyone just kind of ran with it. Yeah, that, well, maybe he... He did that, and then he broke the timeline. It was him. He specific. There's one man, who, one news reporter, who was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, dilly, 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 dilly," when he was trying in his like old like 19 or Windows 98 fucking computer, and he broke reality. That and he happened. just like he just like ran with it and never fucking corrected Carl. himself. Are you are you are you going from the Carl. the doctor science? Carl. Doctor Science. Who's Doctor Science? The, the the anime that we watched, Doctor. It was Doctor, uh, Doctor Stone. Doctor Stone, no. where he used like computers and stuff. No, not that one. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Oh, you're Doctor. talking about uh, Stein. Stein's Gate. Yes, Stein's Gate. Oh. I'm not, yes. but Stein's Gate is fire, and it that has does. Has to do with a computer and a microwave and going back in time and fucking. I wasn't, but I am now. <laughs> All right, you're up. What's what's your conspiracy? My, my conspiracy theory is um, Avril Lavigne is a replicant. Um, I don't want what? to believe Again, this one. Again, that's just truth. I mean, so the conspiracy goes that, like, uh, there's, you know, she came down with a really bad case of Lyme disease, like, back in the day. Yes, like, I remember this. And then they thought that she died and was replaced by a fucking doppelganger. Because, like, she started making music that wasn't really similar to herself or anything. But what I think is what happened is stemming into the fucking Mandela effect. She fucking switched with a doppelganger from another universe. And now, this year, she started releasing music like old Avril Lavigne again with, like, with Travis Barker, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. um, and it sounds exactly like how she used to sound. It looks like she hasn't aged a fucking day. So what if it was, instead of switching from someone from another multiverse, what if it was an alien trying to learn about us? Ooh, reptile person. Like, they switched it, and then finally, maybe she escaped thing. or whatever, and they switched her back. What if she was an ambassador to that alien's planet? She was doing the good for I us. Could, I could think of someone Intergalactic, like, you know, Ambassador Avril Levine, and then she came back from her grand trip. Wait, you know, the, it wasn't that she died. Well, it was that she died, but it's that she committed suicide because of the death of her father. Oh. Whoa! Her father died, escalated. and she got, obviously, in her feels, and she... That's what everyone said, that's like, how <laughs> yeah. she died. Woof. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I know so many things about this. I, 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 I like the alien ambassador one. I think it'd be the worst ambassadors. I'm glad that the alien got better at impersonating her now. There's actually, is it, there's quite a few of those of people that like, people disappear. I mean, well, like the biggest ones like Paul McCartney, people think that Paul he's gone. Dead. Um, uh, there's, there's, there's quite a few, few, few others. Elvis, Tupac. 
No, no, no. They, they died. They're still alive. But I'm talking about people that switched. Oh, people yeah, think yeah, Paul yeah, McCartney yeah. was not Paul McCartney. No, was it John Lennon? Paul McCartney? One of the Beatles, people think that he was replaced. Right. And there was, like, all kinds of crazy shit about, like, in the... the, the the uh, album cover yeah. of Yellow Submarine, people are like, yeah, it doesn't make sense because one of, like, Paul's feet are different or some shit. And they think there's all kinds of clues. Like, it's some kind of, like, Da Vinci Code-style yeah, mystery. Let's take the assumption it did exist. I think the it, I think it would be actually less nefarious than that. I think that a lot of people just, like, built their nut. They don't want to do it anymore. It'd be weird if they just, like, left, so they just kind of... just hired somebody. hired somebody. <laughs> Putin has how many doubles? He's got, like, 20 doubles. Well, yeah, I mean, like for sure. You have, like, a thing for Putin. You bring him up so often. I mean, he, he he's a very masculine man. And, uh, you want to take Putin into Putin? He fascinates me. He's a fascinating don't man, listen. objectively. Really this is going is. on the internet, and I don't want our house <laughs> to explode, so... Oh, no, he's a, po- he's a poison guy. He's not going to explode. I don't want to see you die in front of me. <laughs> But yeah, no, like I, I think well, that I, I think that let's take the assumption it does exist. I think they just you know had an audition for people who look like these people, and they're just like, you're gonna step in my role and do my thing, and I'm just gonna fuck off in the sunset and do uh, underwater basket weaving or something. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> great inaugural on. segment here. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna jump into our last. Uh, 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 commercial segment thingy of the night brought to you by whoever the fuck <laughs> it be me okay hello loyal listeners and viewers let me pull this <laughs> strong, up right now. strong are you sick of hitting on people no. and finding out <laughs> that they're in relationships are you sick of hitting on people and having a relationship and finding out they lied about also being in a relationship? Well, damn, do I have the product for you! <laughs> Take Innovision. They are spectacles that you put on your eyes, and like in The Sims, it has a little thing that floats above people's heads with their relationship status. And it will be included in Single, Taken, it's complicated and cheater. I actually or like this product. This is a good product. That's gonna call so Ooh, many people. This is out. the beginning of a Black Mirror define, episode. Though. It's gonna define more relationships than we're, we do in today's like day. Because they wouldn't just do relationships. Protect yourself with taking vision today. <laughs> your your intense angst at the moment is 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 blinding you to the fact that this is an active Black Mirror episode. Yeah, it is. No, oh. Do you realize how dark oh. that could get? Oh yeah, hundred percent. But it also like I mean like obviously like if they're in an abusive relationship that would be boop boop oh. above their head too. Like, like a little, like a little siren. A little bandaid on their <laughs> oh, little no. sim thing. Oh no. Yeah, it's like I I'd actually really like to watch that uh, like that an episode like I'd probably read a spec or something being like someone who creates this and they're like wow I created a scanner and it figured it out and they're like oh oh fuck oh no this is terrifying. Yeah. Oh, man. That'd be super sick. I'd buy that product. So terrifying. I'd buy yeah. that product. I would. I, I, would, I, would, I would know that much normal. information. They'd have to know so much yeah, more about it. Yeah, it would be like a, probably like an AI-based thing that like literally stalks people through the fucking internet. I mean, what about instead of like just relationships, it's also people's intentions? Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. This is Minority Report. This is how the end starts. <laughs> this is the end. You all stop talking about you, it. You, like, you this call, is not good. You called the intention You're saying, Oh, this is what your intention is? How you decide. Okay, actually, we've already seen this. We know exactly what you're talking about. There's a show called Psychopaths. I literally I just I watched it. I love Psychopaths. That's what you're talking about. You're talking yeah. about Psychopaths. Except it's not about murder. It's about r- r- abuse. It's the exact same thing. You're talking about Psychopaths. And how well did that go? 
I don't know. Pretty I haven't pretty seen it. Pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. You can't. You can't. Uh, Why does your dog look so loyal right now? He's just like. Uh, see, what you're seeing is fear. That's not loyalty. <laughs> he is a frady little bitch, and he is staying up here because he's afraid of every noise in the universe and Katie's squirt ball. I see. With that being said, we're going to jump into the last segment of the night, which is the hills we die on. Oh, please. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, I, I, I got the sound cue ready to go. So, uh... Are we hitting it? No, we're good. Oh, we, oh did we, we hit it? No. He hit it. Oh, he hit it. That was all the... Oh, yeah, I nailed it. it. We're not Fucking adding that. We're not adding that. I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, uh, let's start off with, uh... Let's start with Katie. I mean, yeah, she has another all you. Oh, when you said that. Um, let's go. Throw the class. Let's go. <laughs> if you are friends with someone, let's oh, go no. as far oh, no. as best friends with someone. Relevant. If you are not loyal to a fault and stand up for that person through thick and thin, are you best friends? Are you even a friend at that point? I think this is the hill I die on is if you are friends with someone, you should be with them through thick and thin and not choose to not be their friend when things get rough. She hasn't been hurt recently. No, not at all. She hasn't been hurt this recently. Is <laughs> this is hypothetical. This is just, you know, this is out of the blue. I'm not going to name names, but I will say I am hurt. Uh, not only am I going to die on this hill, I will be a zombie on this hill to defend the hill. Like, absolutely. Who, who, are, my, who are my two Romans uh, in the mouth of Satan? Anybody? Romans in the mouth of Satan? What do you mean? There's I, three what? people. In the ninth level of hell in the mouth oh, of Satan. Who are the two? Oh, oh, oh. This is a pure ass. Julius Caesar, it's not. They're super easy. It's Cassius <laughs> and Brutus. They stab Caesar. Cassius convinced Brutus to kill Caesar. Point being, betrayers belong in the worst level of hell. Betrayers. People that let down the people they love. That is the worst. Um, be kind that is to your friends. not uncommon now. Stick with your friends and be kind. And remember that when they go through hard times and you were there for them, it should also be the reverse. Yeah. Karma's a bitch. Yeah, what goes around comes around. I mean, I was raised to basically, like, give too much of myself away and not expect anything in return, which is fucking toxic. Don't do that. I mean, relationships are inherently transactional. If you're not getting what you put in, then that person's not a good friend. And if someone calls you their, like, best friend, good friend, there should be a level of equal, you know, give and take, you know? And especially when you see your friends struggling, you should not ever just fucking abandon them. That makes you a shitty fucking person. Is she your best friend? Sure. <laughs> She's moving very far. Oh, so I got a promotion. <laughs> Sorry, that means we can't be unicorns. I don't do that with best friends. Sorry. Um... Yeah, that sucks. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, no, I was talking about best friends that bad. Um, but okay, Zach. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm kind of... Violated! You've been drinking. This was bad. No, I'm about... getting violated. Your dog's trying to twirl um, me. Guess because you're single now. Um, <laughs> sit, sit down. I'm gonna... I'll jump in the next one. Not as... Maybe necessarily relevant, but oh, pretty silly. If you're parking, doing street parking, and you decide to essentially kind of take up like two spots just barely. Oh boy! For those who are not aware of the LA situation, parking is a nightmare in 90% of the places, and it's all yeah. street parking because we don't build for the future. Fuck you. And <laughs> like, 
there's always some asshole who will like literally take up like two parking like, they'll park in the middle of like a three parking item and then they ruin it for everyone around that person uh-huh. um and i have that problem distinctly around the place i'm living now and it just frustrates the shit i mean especially because like street parking is also or uh, street cleaning is also a thing and like you have to like really deal with street parking in a, in a way where it's like you have to it's like religious at this point yeah you get a ticket like that yeah they they're they're straight like i got i got my car towed back in the day because i got too many street cleaning tickets uh but i also i lived in a place that i dealt with that same shit i lived in west hollywood and like i didn't have a parking spot they were just like and i worked late night so i'd come home from the bar at like 3 30 in the morning and there's just nowhere to park and so my, i was like okay cool i'll park illegally and then I'll go in the morning before the trucks come at 9.30. Um, but I had been drinking. So then I'd forget, or I'd wake up, and I'd be like, yeah, I'll wake up in time. And I didn't. Um, and then my car would get a ticket. And then my car got towed. And then I owed a bunch of money. And then the cops beat me up. So, you know, whatever. Um, life is pain. And fuck everyone that does that. In my neighborhood, I recently got into it with some old dude. Because I got out of my car, yeah. there was a dude who was double parked right in front of my right in front of my house where we live, and he had this big ass truck. He and there was plenty of room. He just it was a new truck. So he didn't <laughs> fuck him. And I got out of my car <laughs> and I was it had been a long day, and I started cussing out his truck. Um, and then I turned around. He wasn't in the truck. No, no, no one was there. It was the truck was alone, and I was <laughs> flipping off the truck, yelling at the truck because I had to take a bunch of groceries in or some shit. And my car was parked in front of my driveway, and I'm screaming in the truck, and I look behind me, and a guy goes, you want to tell me what you're mad about? Yep. And I was like, oh my god. There's like an old fucking Armenian dude right behind me, and like his family. Oh, no. And I was torn. I was like, do I go off? Or yes. Do I yes, nice? you do. Um, Blood life. So I, I went off. there to help him. Um, I, I went off. <laughs> uh, I yelled at him, and I told him. I mean, I wasn't like mean. I wasn't like, I wasn't like yelling rude things. I was just like, hey, dude, this isn't, like, this isn't okay. You gotta grow up. Like, we all gotta share the road. You can't be a piece of shit. Like, we all do this. And, uh, and he completely ignored me, told his family something in a different language, and pointed at me. Uh, and then they got in the car and left. And, uh, I felt, uh, lesser than. Um, I lost a part of myself that day. Uh, I didn't win. I lost that argument for sure. <laughs> so I'm going to add an addendum to that hill as well. Equally who sucks is if you are parked and people are trying to find parking and they give you like this much room on both sides to get the fuck you can't out. can't get out. Oh, yeah. Cannot, can't. This actually happened to me like... Maybe that like you have the legal right to... Run into their car. <laughs> That's not true. I, I'm not a legal advisor. I, I legitimately <laughs> couldn't go to work because of this. I lost... A day's worth of work because Cuntbag McGee's wanted to park an inch away from my fucking bumpers. Uh, and, like, that's just, like, $250, $300 down the fucking drain because assholes are just like, Oh, I need a man in your back. Fuck you! Go literally anywhere else or give me at least six inches. Like, give me a dick's worth of space and I can get the fuck out and go to work. That's also what she said. Six inches. <laughs> Get the fuck out so I can go to Give work. Give me my six inches so I can go to work. Uh, that's a good morning. But yeah, that's, that's all I got for my hill. Sign the fuck on Everybody's on that hill. <laughs> except for my neighbor. Um, and he is currently about to blow up my hill. So, so you know. With that being said, Will moving on. Stop with uh, the blowing shit up. Uh, You're up. 
I can go, I guess. Uh, so uh, I want to preface this with this is from a person who used to work in retail and uh, in the like public sector with people yelling at me. Specifically, when I go to places that like such as Target that have a grocery section or just like, a grocery store, when people just put random cold things back on a random shelf, oh, not the cold shelf, boo. like some eggs or like fucking cottage mm-hmm. cheese, and you know it's a fucking boomer who's eating fucking cottage cheese sometimes. I just, like cottage cheese. Actually, cottage cheese is pretty good. But yeah. young people put it the fuck back. Yeah, we do. Yeah, because yeah, we, we all have had to work in the fucking service industry, yep. so you know it's these fucking Karens just being like, I don't have time to put back my cottage cheese. I'll just put it in the chip section. Oh, 15 like, seconds worth. Literally, it takes... 30 seconds at most to like power walk to one end of the fucking grocery store to put it the fuck back. Put it back! I don't care how busy it is. Put it back! You know what this is? This is the evolution of the shopping cart problem. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I disagree. I disagree a little bit. Like, just a little bit. It's an evolution (laughs) a little bit. Because the shopping cart problem still is the. That's laziness. The shopping cart is is the shopping cart problem. It's also disrespectful to put a. It's a social experiment about what kind of people people are. But I I will disagree a little bit because sometimes in a grocery store, like, sometimes you're at the other end. And your your wife is yelling at you that you have to go and you're like oh I forgot the chips you're like oh fuck what do I do do I make her mad or do I do put this away and I will pick I will make someone who's working work ten times out of ten rather than let so, Katie yell at me. Sounds like I, you're kind of like here's a the, here's the shovel and uh, I mean but also <laughs> like listen I've worked retail I've worked customer service my whole fucking life also like what the fuck else are you doing. We're just running around. Most of the time, you're just wasting time and trying to like move things around to pretend to clean anyway. That's what I do. That's what most people do when you're working customer service until it gets busy. Of course, when it's busy, you work. But the rest of the time, you're just fiddle-faddling. It's also the food waste for me. I'm just yeah, like, because like, depending on how long it's out on thing. the shelf, if no one sees it. What if that was the last gun it's I mean, and now it's no good? Okay, if someone throws a fucking gallon of milk in the, the chicken tender heater, like, sure. I get it, but like very rarely is someone like are oh. they ruining some food? I'm just saying there's Depends there's a lot. The shelf life. Depends there's a line and some people do it really maliciously because they don't give a fuck and they hate you. Yeah, I can't. But there are there are times where that's not the worst thing, I think. What's what's worse, leaving it at a just, random spot or leaving it at the register, like making eye contact oh with Oh my god, when they leave register. it at the register, they're like, actually can you like put this back? Or you oh. <laughs> And they open like the place with the drinks, and they put them where the milk is. And they're like, "Sorry, somewhere. dude." Okay, At least this, it's cold. Though. This isn't even hill. This isn't even hills we talk. This is like mountain ranges we talk. About. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Zach, what do we got? No, I, I did not. I did. No, no wait. Did you do yours? She oh yeah, that. yours was. I went first. Um, mine's gonna be real lighthearted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because these are super intense. I think any food is better if it's shaped like something fun. Um, earlier, 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 I ate a chicken nugget from Carl's Jr. and it was shaped like a star. So, so when I handed him this chicken nugget, he said, what the hell is that? I said, it's a chicken nugget, it's a chicken star. What? Oh. Great. So, objectively, it wasn't good. It's a chicken nugget. I know that that chicken nugget is probably closer to a sponge than a chicken. Um, but because it was a star, I ate like it piece by piece, and I was like, "Ooh, like I'm, 
I feel like I'm special. And like a dino <laughs> nugget, way better. And then like when you see food, so like um, I think that Michelin star restaurants and like restaurants that overcharge you for crazy shit. I think it's there's a I think there's a racket on a lot of things. But when you go to some, you see some of these crazy ones where they're like, all right, this is like a steak and baked potato, but on your plate, it looks like strawberries and like a light salad, but they've like deconstructed and redid it. Like, that's so dope. Like, that's like the coolest thing. And so like food shaped like silly things or fun things. I think when it adds like this imaginative element, that makes food so much better. So how do you, how do you feel about imprints on food? Like, uh, like a Darth Vader pancake that you like burn into the It's table. better than a regular pancake. Yeah. It, it, it <laughs> tastes better than a regular pancake. 100%. You, you 100% unlock a secret to being a good nanny. You could pee in that mix and I'd be like, dope, Darth Vader know, was having a bad day, but I'm down. Do you know how many sandwich shape cutters I have purchased for children just so they will eat food? You mean Zach? <laughs> uh, excuse me, I'm the cook in this house. His favorite one is the big elephant, baby elephant. <laughs> there was a there was this like a dessert. I went to this uh, like Wolfgang Puck restaurant in Vegas. Uh, it was really great, really great. Uh, but their dessert was like a banana cream pie type of thing, red banana oh. cream pie. But it was like shaped. <laughs> <laughs> it was like so Looking design. Yeah, and they, poured, like, they, pulled, they had like rum with caramel sauce, they melted it, and then the cake was underneath. And I was like, ooh, dinner and a show. Like, delicious. It, so they, oh, they, they didn't give you dessert, they gave you an experience. That's why Benihana's is so successful. Yeah. yeah. No, dude, I love... Oh, that's, that's a new hill. That's, a, that's like a whole different ass hill. Exciting uh, food is better than not exciting food? Yeah. Yes. yes. And that's something like hibachi. You can go to hibachi grill and get, mm. like, for $7 so much food. And then you can pay for the exact same food and pay $50 a plate. But when he throws a shrimp in your mouth, I come dude, a little bit. I catch like, it every time. I'm so good at that. Oh, my God. <laughs> fuck, fuck you. You catch it every time? Every like fucking time. The little oh, yeah, in the volcano. The exactly. Do you know how much those meals cost them? Yeah. Oh, wow. it's like seventy cents a meal. It's zucchinis and onions and rice and chicken. But we pay so much money because those guys are amazing and they give us that fucking feeling where we feel so special. And that's also the same way I feel about Dino Nuggets. Not to shit you know on Hibachi chefs, but, but Dino Nuggets and Hibachi chefs really give me the same feeling. You know what? I, I, I think you just hit on something really interesting. Like, <coughs> food making you feel special is a very rare thing, and I didn't even really think about it until you said it. Like, if you can do that, just like in any restaurant, whether it's like Benihana, like, or something, like, if you were to create something very different from that experience but make it special, that's money right like there. Like the pancake peanuts on a stick. Or like, you know, a bl- like, you know, dark a blackened restaurant where you can't see or or like hear. Oh anything. my god, that's one of my that's on my bucket list. That's yeah. so exciting. Yeah. If you if you can make food feel special, you will make money. That's the that's, that's a, melting you know, pot's thing. That's a legal lawsuit. Melting pot gives you a bucket of boiling au jus, and then they give you uncooked food, and they say, "Hey, we're gonna charge you one hundred and fifty dollars a person. Here's some uncooked cheese. food. Do it yourself, you little." Bitch. Not only would he buy that, he would put a fifty dollar tip on it. One hundred percent. I do. I, I was in college. I was in high school. Never been to I took. It was a it was a very southern so, thing. Melting pot's really big in the south. I, 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 I like I like the. Uh, I'm just saying it's it's it is, it is like a very big. Thing. I, like I like the crab shack. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna we're actually gonna wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, it's that time of the yeah. night because uh, that's how we do things. Uh, Shannon, where can we find you in the world? 
on this podcast and, and maybe in Thailand in a couple in a month. <coughs> oh yeah, that's a thing. And we yeah. should mention that maybe later in detail in another episode. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for more information. Yeah. I might start a YouTube channel. I quit streaming because of this cunt in Florida. Ha <laughs> ha. Bye. <laughs> There's been more C words in this one than me. <laughs> and I've heard. And I die on the inside every um, time. That's uh, Katie's least favorite word. I've gotten in trouble. Katie Kins, where can we find you in the world? <laughs> uh, you can find me everywhere uh, at Freckled Hobo. I am actually starting a new podcast myself. Sorry, guys. Love you. Uh, it's called Frecked Up, where I talk about all the things that are fucked up. Sorry, frecked up with the world. Uh, but yeah, Freckled Hobo is where you can find me. And I have more stuff in later episodes that I'll tell you about. I just want you to know, you go into another ca- uh, podcast uh, fuck you, though. <laughs> it's just me. It's Dude, like we, a diary. We built a studio. You think we're not going to use this bitch? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Zach, where can you find you? Boo. I. <laughs> so long. Uh, I've been doing some carpentry lately. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, I, once again, you can find me on Instagram at ZKLab1, but it's not a great time for you or me. Um. And we make a bunch of stuff, um, but right now, just yet, we're on the precipice of greatness. We're so close to selling some awesome things. Um, and where you will find them, we, me and my beautiful wife made a production company called Critical Films. We have a YouTube. We're putting stuff out. You can find those there, and here soon we're going to be really, like, making some incredible content. Releasing Dungeon Daddy coming soon. Dungeon Daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. I know that took a hard tunnel shift, and that's because my wife pointed out a thing to me. Um, either Good way, job. Sammy, you be up. Great. You can find me at Slammy Sammy Lock on the Twitter. You can find me at Slammy Sammy Lock on the Instagram. You can find me at Sammy Lock on the Tiki Tucky, where I do Tiki Tucky things sometimes. And you can find me at Steam Buddy Productions, where I barely do anything because I have I'm tired. I'm old. That's just how that works. <laughs> And, of course, you can find us here at Chuckle Plus on every single uh, platform that exists. I know, Chuckle Plus is new, and we're not going to talk about it because it just sounds cool. Uh, Also, thank you for listening, as usual, and thank you for sticking around if you're one of our old-school people who've been just waiting patiently for that. I'm going to fucking text Hank tonight. Yeah, uh, and I know that, like, our sound might sound a little janky, but that's because it's very new, and we're still working out the kinks. So, uh, expect... This is just the bare minimum, okay, guys? This is the bare minimum. It's only going to get better from here. Stop apologizing. You look weak. Oh, my God. (laughs) I need people to watch me. I need validation, Daddy. Apologizing isn't weak. Yeah, you talk to yeah, masculinity. I mean, groveling is weak. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to grovel. Anyway, with that being said, uh, thank you for watching, because without you, you guys know it's coming. This is not worth doing. And we will see you next week with a whole ass other episode of weird shit that comes out of our mouths. Have a good one, guys. Hey! Yeah!